Welcome back. Today we're going to talk about something I know a lot of us are struggling with because a lot of you are DMing me on Instagram. My inbox, if we had one, I think it's like it's just like full, full, full. I'm trying to get back to everyone. How to stop thinking so much about the future, the anxiety of worrying about what is going to happen next and tomorrow and what if and oh my goodness, I have this thing and if I don't fix it, this will happen and then that and then that and then that and it goes on. You know, the anxiety of tomorrow and the future and not knowing how to get a grip, totally going to cover it and what to do to make that all stop. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I don't think I've said it in a while. I am a mom of five and a licensed educator of 25 plus years, worked mostly in New York and Dubai. And our podcast here is worldwide, probably 147 countries, 2.9 million on the podcast now, thanks to you guys. And alhamdulillah, coming to you weekly on topics that you care about, love, marriage, relationships, parenting, in-laws, you know, life hacks, time, organization, life balance, all that good stuff. What we deal with as Muslims, as women, and um, trying to hold on to our deen in a modern world without compromising it. And this is all just kind of like big sister advice. And if you want to send in a suggestion on the podcast, you're more than welcome to send me one on Instagram. That's probably the bestest, the fastest way to reach me. I tell you guys, I'm always going to read a review and I have one today from Jenna Me 23456 um, The best podcast, you will be hooked. I can't stop listening. Um, listening to Mindful Muslim uplifts your faith in so many ways. Thank you so much for this. May Allah bless you always. Thank you, sis. Thank you so much for being a regular listener and thank you so much for putting your trust in us with your life and kind of your approach to things that go on and that you're wondering on how how to deal with. And um, if you want to shout out the podcast, you can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just pause it right here, go there. And if you feel like compelled, this has been helping you. It really helps other women to know this is a place where they can get authentic, real advice. Um, the internet can be a shady place, as you know. So when people brace through, they're just like, oh, are these real reviews? Are people actually finding benefit in this? It helps them to pause and say, oh, you know, like maybe this could help me too. And a lot of women find us that way and you only get the reward of everything they benefit from. So if you feel up to it, it could be your good deed for the day. Leave a review. I'd love to shout you out on the podcast. All right, so... Today we're talking about how not to worry too much in the future. Now, I have put some podcasts out in the past on how to not be angry, how to not be anxious, um, different things that are related to that. And you could scroll all the way back and, and I'm sure you can pine through a lot of them. Um, heads up, a lot of people are asking me what we're doing in the podcast in fall. And I've said a little bit of it, but mostly we're covering a lot of just like get yourself organized back to school and kind of some mindset stuff in September. and October, we're going to be delving a lot more into emotional healing. And then as we breeze into November, inshallah, we're going to cover a huge thing on self-love. I get asked that a lot. How can I love myself, right? Like so many of us are beat up from our experience in our parents and just the past trauma that we've been through. 
And so finding a way to love yourself again, it can be super challenging if you don't know how to go about it. But we told you we are going to make sure we cover that here in the podcast. But also we're going to do kind of like a mini workshop where I literally teach you step by step how you got to where you are and how to start to love yourself and then love yourself for life, how to make it like a lifelong practice where no matter what happens, you don't get, you know, um, hurt again in that way and fall out of, um, feeling for yourself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and kind of like, what can you do to set yourself up for success? And, um, the thing I'll say about that is, um, I get a lot of requests. So I'm trying my best to keep up with all of your requests. Keep sending them on, on, uh, Instagram. I love it. And thank you so much for trusting me. All right. So as human beings, we have this tendency to have to the need for reassurance about what's going to happen next. We don't like risks. We want to make sure that we're protected for our future. For example, if you're making a move, you know, you might want to ask a million questions before you make that move. Sometimes when we make decisions to join things or to hang out with people or to, you know, sign up for a class or whatever it is that you're doing, you want to ask a bunch of questions because you don't want to have any problems in the future. Maybe it's moving to a particular neighborhood. Maybe it's getting into a particular marriage. I mean, you just have a ton of questions. And um, shout out to the women who always get my questions. I have a downloadable with questions for marriage and it just made me uh, think of that in all the DMs. But, you know, maybe you're investing money and you want to consider like, am I going to lose my money? You know, and especially when it comes to kids, you know, you're putting your kids in schools and you want to be like, is the school going to be good for them? That can cause you a ton of anxiety, right? But at the end of the day, the reality is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not give us assurances in this life of the future at all. We have to be the best we can. And at the end of the day, Every step we took to do the very best we could is going to be counted, right? That's all we can do. You can have no plan at all and everything on paper, and you can still have something go wrong. Now, part of that can be qadr, right? And that goes back to a podcast that we did prior on understanding that we have to look at our problems differently, right? When things are qadr, qadr of Allah, they are just written. Sometimes we don't get in the moment why they're written, right? And so we have to understand that, you know, even like Musa being thrown in a basket, like his mom didn't know what was going to happen next, right? There she is. He ends up um, going towards the empire of Fir'aun and the oppression of Fir'aun against all the people, right? And in the end, her putting him in a basket and trusting Allah at some level and letting the basket float down the river was what saved the lives of all of the people because that man ended up growing up in that household, you know, the prophet, peace be upon him. And he ended up, Musa, <laughs> he said to him, he ended up, he ended up growing up in that household and liberating those people and helping them all and taking down a tyrant. But it all began with the mom putting him in a basket the anxiety of that, putting your child in a basket in water alone, let alone at a time where people want to murder baby boys. Let's let's really just pause for that moment in the mother's chest. What is she thinking about the future? What will happen next? She doesn't even know if she'll ever see her child again, let alone if he'll live more than 20 minutes down a river. This is this is real trust. Real faith. Now, I'm not saying we should all go put our kids in water and send them anywhere. I'm saying all of us have a situation in our life where we've had to let go and just let Allah do the rest, 
right? Because there's only so much we can do in that situation. We don't have control. And one of the big mistakes that we make is we think we have control. And the need to have control because we want to make sure nothing happens and, you know, is really what causes the anxiety. When you let go, that's when the anxiety is able to go. And that anxiety leaves you with tawakkul, with the faith of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the trust. But here's the thing. If you've never trusted Allah, if you never did the trust fall, like I've talked about past in the podcast, you know you have those friends and then you're like, I don't know if they're my real friends. <laughs> like, If I make them stand behind me and tell them to catch me, they're all going to like drop me on the floor, laugh, and then like run off to Starbucks and get like a, a coffee. Like what's going to happen in this situation? You have that moment of doubt, right? Like are they going to be my real friends or are they just going to all turn on me? And, and you know, at some level, when we're going through things with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to, we have to allow that experience to happen. We're like, Ya Rabbi. I'm going to do this. You told me to do this in the Quran. I read this in the Hadith. Mufti Mank reminded me on YouTube. Like, <laughs> whatever it is. And I'm just going to do the thing. Here I am, not knowing. I've never done this before. Like, somebody's going to have, and they, they first do it those moments, and that's okay. But when you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala show up, you're just like, why did I even have a doubt in my mind? Why did I even not do that sooner? That's the moments I had once I began to let go and then I was like what and then you get to this point later in your life like the way I feel now where it's like you've let go so many times and you've seen what happens now sometimes you let go and things get worse but it doesn't mean things are getting worse that's the trick too you have to just keep like breathing through it right because at the end of the day we don't know what's actually happening next we don't have any control over the guidance of ourselves. the fact that you're even here listening is a blessing Right, But this is not because you had this super righteous upbringing. There's plenty of us here listening that didn't have an amazing setup from our parents. And if you look back, there wasn't a set formula that maybe maybe we made mistakes in our life for whatever level we're at even now where we are. Right? At the end of the day, guidance is a gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, the ability to have tawakkul of Allah in everything is an actual gift from Him. We have to pray for it. We have to ask Allah to give us this. You know, who's going to give it to us other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What can I do for my kids to listen to me? How can I get my parents to understand this? You can't. Even Nuh salam, he couldn't get through to his own son. You know? And at the end of the day, there's going to be people in your life you can't control. We're not in control, right? We're just, we're just slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not in control. And we accept, if we can accept that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control and let it go, we will, we will earn his favor, you know? We're just doing our best. And, you know, I've talked before about the importance of, of setting down um, all types of foundations for ourselves. I mean, there's a point where you do have to assess your life and see where you are and where you're going. Like, I'm not just saying like throw things into the wind and don't do anything. I've told you guys before that there's tons of way that we teach women how to set themselves up. For example, you heard me keep mentioning the mentorship program. What is the point of the mentorship program? Well, the first thing is to get people to get their mindset and their day right. Like get like the way you approach your every waking moment. Let's just talk about how you're dealing with that because maybe there's better things you could do. Maybe there's a better way because every day, you know, you just, you just on autopilot. So many of us are just on autopilot and then we don't realize how, how things are getting to us and then it builds up and then we have anxiety attacks and we don't know where this came from because we're just pushing it down and grinding and moving through, you know, I'm a New Yorker, right? New York is a, New York is a, 
is a great and horrible place. Can I just say that? <laughs> like, you know, New York's one of those places, if you're in New York, you're like, yeah, I'm from New York. Like, I, I, I this is the place. Like, New York, everything is like, I don't, I've been all over the U.S. I've been all over the U.S. And I've been all over the world, too. Not every country in the world, but a lot. And, you know, the thing about New York is it's very fast-paced. People have really bad attitudes. Like, really bad. <laughs> like, like, what are you looking at? Like, you're just in the subway looking. You just looked up. And there was somebody sitting two seconds in front of you because it's crowded. And they're like, what? And you're just like, good morning. Hi, how are you? Like, like, what was I doing to you? Like, people are just like on edge, right? And everybody wants stuff super fast, right? If you're in New York, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, you're like what? Why, why is he not done already? What? Like, hurry it up. Like, somebody's in front of me. Like, get out of my way. Like, this, this, this is the, the vibe of New York for everybody who's like, oh, I want to go to New York. Like, it's just anxiety overload, right? The minute you leave New York and you go down south, especially if you're a New Yorker, <laughs> down south in America, um, in America, if you go down south in America, like everybody's like really slow for you. You're like, what? The guy went to go get my fries and he went in the back and it's been two whole minutes and I haven't seen him again. What, what is he doing with his life? Like I have things to do. I'm not going to stand at this counter all day. Like that's the attitude of New York is like high anxiety. And when we go to places that are lower or quieter or slower, we're just like, what What in the world? And so I, I, I encourage New Yorkers to try to travel abroad and then get things done like in governments, like, you know, and you got to like file papers. It's just so much slower, all the processes in, in so many countries. And then when you leave New York, you're like, you know, it's really hard for those people. I hear a lot of people go through those experiences. So I just thought I'd have a quick laugh about that. But yeah, many of us though, were built on that anxiety. I had um, a sister too. She called me a week back or a week or two back. And she was talking to me about um, some things she was really going through. And some of them were dealt with um, fertility and some of them were with marriage. And like in the end, we were talking about the fact that everything she was doing was the right thing to do. Like she was smart. This woman was smart. She had degrees. She's talking to me on the consultation call and she's like, I'm doing this, this, this. I'm super proactive. I'm like, da, 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 da. And she's like, I'm like, girl, you are, you are like 30 steps ahead. Why do you need me? You're good. She's like, no, I just know things are, I'm supposed to wait and be patient and tawakkul and qadr and I just can't do it. And when we were investigating, just like breaking down her approach to her day, to her mindset, to her life, it was full of anxiety. It was not a place to have a beautiful marriage or a beautiful child. It is, how many of you can relate? Your day is just full of frustration, annoyance of people. People annoy you. People like, get out my way, you're so annoying. <laughs> like, I don't even want to deal with people anymore. I want to go move to Mars, like whatever it is. You know, like if that's the state you live in, right? If you live in anxiety, that's a rough life. It doesn't matter what happens to you. Everything's going to feel anxious. Everybody's going to annoy you. You're going to be frustrated. You get me? You feel me? That's not healthy. Let me just call it out. I've been there. It's not healthy. That's why I have my little podcast on slowing down. <laughs> you have to slow down. I have to slow down. New Yorkers are like, what? <laughs> Even if you're not a New Yorker, I'm just teasing. Maybe you're from um, UK. I have a lot of people from the UK listen. I have a lot of people from Malaysia, Canada. So forgive me if I didn't shout all y'all out. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. We love you all. Every every country of the world. We have India. We have Gambia. We have Mexico. Really, really beautiful, diverse. Indonesia, Malaysia. Mashallah. Our people are beautiful and they're diverse. 
Um, but but anxiety is something we're born with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, all of us, doesn't matter what country we are from. He said, I, I made mankind anxious, right? And that goes back to what I said last week. If you're born naturally a certain way biologically and you don't get a hold of it, that's why the whole Quran is like, be patient, have sabr, do this, do that, reflect. That like Allah's like, let me give you tools. But here's the thing. A lot of people don't know how to read the Quran, but they don't know how to apply the tools to their life. Like, I get that. I read that ayat, sis. That was great and everything. Thanks for the YouTube video. Thanks for the Instagram post. Love the reel. Really appreciated the TikTok. But, like, that doesn't apply to me because you've never met my husband. You don't understand my family. You don't get my day. You don't get my schedule. You don't get what's going on in my life right now. No, I get it. It's just that you need to bridge the gap. And I had to learn how to bridge the gap because I didn't know how to do that. So what I do when I come in the podcast where I'm going in on any class I teach or mentorship or whatever I do, I teach how to, how to bridge the gap. So good news is <laughs> you could do it. You just need to learn how to bridge the gap between what you know you need to do and then you actually doing it. And a lot of people are like, well, what does that look like in my life? Like that's why I was encouraging people. If you want to go in the mentorship, you want to go to live sessions with me or whatever, in the moment, you we can talk about that. We could break it down. I can do it somewhat in the podcast, but these are life snippets. We're talking 20 minutes of your day where I could actually show you things, give you handouts. I have PowerPoints. I have stuff that you could get some visuals. You can get some fill in the blanks. You can get some, you know, things to try and do and say. Like, for example, when when people do the, um, the emotions course that we have, like I break down um, like how to stop being angry, how to manage your, how to, okay, the, the word is actually how to master your anger because anger is never going away, okay? Anxiety is never going away. Like, let's just keep it real. It's not going anywhere because it's not supposed to. It's really important. If you are never, never angry, you might never leave a bad relationship, right? If you are never nervous, you might not leave a place that is super dangerous for you. Like, those are beautiful protections. But if you don't manage them right, if you don't master them right, on the, on the other end, they'll destroy you. They'll destroy your relationships. They'll destroy your peace. They'll destroy your family. That's why this stuff is like, it, I made the time. I made the time to figure this out because I thought it was going to take a lot to do, but believe me, suffering through it is a lot worse. Taking years on years on years and suffering through crazy situations just because I don't know how to like walk away, say no, end that relationship that's toxic, whatever. I, I suffered more, longer than it would have took for me just to learn. So I say that to all of you as a lesson that I've learned is like, stop putting off figuring things out. And if you don't know how to do it yourself, then we're here to support you. You know what I mean? So love y'all for the sake of a lot. I want to end with here today just saying we are not in control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control. And the way to stop worrying about our future is to understand how our body is. Understand the concept that Allah is in control. We're in control of nothing. And then once we like, okay, I give up, do that trust fall with him, let it go, like I said, going back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast. But then at the same time, learning how to manage our negative thoughts and emotions while letting go. Because I could tell you to let go and then you're like, <laughs> you know, like, what do you do in that moment? Like, why are you waiting for that patient answer, for that letter to come, for that phone call? Like, what am I doing with my brain? Because it's going crazy, right? Like, I know. But that's why you have to learn how to manage that. And that's biological and that's not going to go away. And mankind was made anxious. So like, if you don't know how to just like whoop, manage it, otherwise you come off crazy to people, you come off angry, 
extra, right? Like we don't, it's not our fault. We just, we're just struggling. But here's the thing, at any time we could take it back. So my, I'm a big proponent of being like taking, taking back control of your life. And it's not hard. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us all the tools. The only thing you're missing is application. You know you need to change. You know things are not working. That's what that's what I was going through. You get that you're supposed to do it, but the how-to is gray. You're like, but 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 what about this? But what about that? And and that's something you're gonna have to commit, commit to yourself to saying like that. That's it. I'm done. I'm done living like this. This is too rough, and I'm I'm making myself.